0: Holy chimbao, people. We have a sponsor. (laughs) Worlddrumlessons.com. Scott Kettner, episode 15, has a really, really slick website that he has started where um, he is offering video courses teaching about the drums of Brazil and the rhythms of Brazil and the techniques for playing those rhythms on those drums from Brazil. And in true Scott Kettner style, he shows how to blend those with New Orleans rhythms and other uh, locations around the world. So he has all these video courses broken up into um, different types of lessons. So there's technique lessons which is amazing, like technique on how to play the pandeiro, for example. And then also there's like the repertoire side. So not only do you learn how to play and how to use your instrument, but also like how to play grooves and different styles and arrangements on that instrument, which is like, you know, the perfect thing. That's what we all want is like learn how to play, but not just be able to play exercises, be able to like play something. He has videos in there for beginners all the way up to advanced. So a full range of... Uh, videos for anybody, even Brian Rice. There's something in there for you, Brian Rice. Oh, <laughs> um, he's uh, he's like constantly uploading videos. I was in there earlier today, and he's um, put in looks like a video just like last week. So he's constantly like putting in new stuff and new content. But there's already a ton of content in there. Um, there's also like a bit of a forum, so like a community there where you can ask questions. He's in there a lot, answering questions and other people from. Um, community are in there also answering questions and guess what for you guys for our listeners you can get one month free of either his uh series of Maracatu lessons or the pandero lessons or both i guess so you go to the site you click on either the Maracatu one or the pandero one and when you hit subscribe you put in our link brazilian beat and uh yeah you should get one month for free so yeah go ahead and check it out today I was in there and I went to the Pandera one because I'm kind of trying to learn how to play that. Not super serious, but I'm, I'm playing around with it a little bit and um, I watched the video on Grid Technique. That was interesting. Um, it's kind of something that he learned from Marcus Susano and um, has kind of developed it into his own... Um, teaching method. Um, There's also other videos in there that are really good for beginners, like how to even hold the drum, how to tune it, um, how to make it sound the way you want to by like learning how to dampen the jingles or make the drum lighter, which is nice for me and my wimpy little girl arms. (laughs) It's just like really handy information that isn't necessarily out there in other videos. I, I super appreciate that. There's also, um, in each lesson, there's, he has a link of YouTube videos or sorry, a list of YouTube videos where he like, you know, these are for inspiration. So watch this amazing person, uh, play this instrument and blow your mind. So (laughs) yeah, it's a, it's a really awesome thing that he built and it's, um, yeah, really happy for what he's done. and proud of him. So anyway, um, yes. So go to worlddrumlessons.com. And then when you hit subscribe on either the Market II course or the Pendero course, um, put in the uh, coupon code BrazilianBeat. And there's also links on our website. You'll go in there and see um, in the Brian Cooper writer episode. You'll see these big, I don't know, stickers, I guess you call them, or big uh, images in there that you can click on. So yeah, go check it out. All right. On to the show.
1: O galo já não canta mais no canta A água não corre mais na
2: Menino não pega mais manga na mangueira You are listening to the Brazilian Beat. Join us as we get to know the Brazilian percussion music making community one interview at a time. Courtney, welcome.
0: <laughs> Hello.
2: Happy holidays. Thank you. Yes.
0: Happy holidays to you. Yeah.
2: It's almost to a new year here.
0: Almost. A couple days.
2: Almost time for Courtney to go to Brazil. 17 days. And counting. I'm counting.
0: I got my visa. I'm all ready to go.
2: Good. Now you have your visa. And
0: now I have it. Yes.
2: And on that same note, uh, we will have recordings while Courtney's gone, right?
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. We will still release some podcasts. We're banking them. Mm -hmm.
2: So you will still be listening.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) I won't even know I'm gone. (laughs) So, anyway, who do we have on today, Diana? Today's interview is with um, a fabulous artist from Rio de Janeiro, um, a friend of ours from Brazil Camp. Fabulous singer, and just a great guy. I just love seeing him um, when he's at camp. And our interview today is with Moises Marcus from Rio. And unfortunately, Courtney was not there. She was busy doing one of her rehearsals during camp. But um, Moises and I were able to sit down at uh, Bahaka 8, have a beer, and just chat. So it was really fun because he's just one of my favorite guys from camp, one of my buddies.
0: Yeah, he's a super nice, super like genuine down-to-earth person. He totally reasons. is,
2: and he's so talented. He he just, from the first time he was at camp, he's just blown me away. His voice is like butter. <laughs> yeah.
3: yep. So
2: a little bit about him. Uh, Moises is a singer, composer, and guitarist. He began his professional career in 1998, and in the past 18 years of his career, he has dedicated himself fully to the rhythms of Brazil, particularly samba, fojo, and MPB. He is a founder of such bands as Casuarina, Fojo do Contramão, and Tempero Carioca, and in 2001, he began playing frequently in the bars of Lapa, the bohemian heart of Rio, and participating actively in Lapa's revitalization, along with other leading lights of the Rio music scene. Since then, has established himself as one of the principal talents of the generation of Sambistas that emerged from the resurgence of lava. He has released five albums, Moises Marques, Fases do Coração, Pra de Singomar, Casual Solo, and Made in Brazil. He has received nominations for Best Album and Best Singer in two consecutive years in the National Prize of Brazilian Music, was a star of the musical Opera do Malandro, staged by... Joao Falcao, and has a long list of shows and recordings to his name all over Brazil, the U.S., and Europe. He has shared the stage with a who's who of Brazilian music, including Chico Buarque, Arlindo Cruz, Paulinho da Viola, Marcinho da Vila, Bet Carvalho, Moraes Moreira, and Luis Melodia. Moisés is also a longtime California Brazil Camp faculty member, and we hope you like this interview enjoy
1: Cada corda de dez eu dou mais um Caranguejo Sá, Caranguejo Sá, apanhe ele na lama e bato...
2: Hello, this is Diana, and Courtney is off at a bateria class. I'm on my own, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with one of my favorite Brazilian camp faculty members, Mr. Moises. Yes, welcome, Moises. So, Moises, could you tell us a little bit about yourself if people aren't familiar with you?
1: About me. About you, yes. (laughs) Uh, I'm a singer and songwriter I'm from Rio de Janeiro and I've been coming I've been coming to United States since 2007 for California Brazil camp to teach singing class and to have fun with you guys
2: (laughs) (laughs) well we have fun with you Mm. so can you tell us a little bit how you started is your family musical um, how did you start singing I think
1: I was born singing yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah but I didn't have any musicians in my family, mm-hmm. so uh, I took a while to become a professional. Uh, maybe when I was around 18, 19 years old, I found that maybe I could live by that,
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> No, by singing. Um, a friend of mine, a great friend of mine, uh, advised me. Um, so he suggested moses why don't you study music and i didn't know even that music could be studied no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i think sometimes people think uh, music is a gift that god gave us and some people are chosen by him you know to uh of course obviously you have the gift but you have to work on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I started working on it around 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have 18 years of career.
2: Wow. Yeah. So you went to school directly for music when you went to the university? No,
1: I studied chemistry oh. in high school. Mm-hmm. And in the federal chemistry um, high school, I discovered that... Uh, I could sing, and I could sing pretty well. <laughs> uh, people liked me, uh, liked me, hear me singing, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I started taking taking it more seriously, and uh, I took part of many different groups, choirs, and dance groups, theater. I did a little bit Mm -hmm. also and I knew about I would be an artist but uh, I didn't know exactly Mm -hmm. what I would be Mm -hmm. you know Uh, and so this this friend Aramish Davi a great friend of mine advised me oh Moisés when you sing it's different everyone sing have you noticed everyone sing but when you do it's different something something happens you know, something different happens. Mm-hmm. And so I think he he light me up for that, you know.
2: That's great. Yeah. And was your family supportive of you becoming a musician? What did they think?
1: Well, in the beginning they were afraid of it. Yeah. You know. I didn't have musicians in my family. My father was, oh my forget about it. Forget about guitar, you know. Uh, get into the army. <laughs>
3: I
2: can't see you doing that. (laughs) Get
1: get a job. A real job. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I started playing my guitar. Actually, uh, I already played with 15 years old Mm -hmm. uh, at the church. Oh, wow. Yeah, I got my first guitar. Mm -hmm.
3: Uh,
1: The priest gave me. Oh, nice. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, As as many musicians Mm -hmm. start at the church. And... Mm -hmm. I started how to play, um, I learned pretty fast and I played, I used, I used to play, but just for fun. Mm-hmm. You know, the private parties and, and bars and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started uh play more and more and more. And after high school, because we musicians, popular musicians. We first work with that, and after, we decide studying. Yeah? It's, mm-hmm. a, it's different than yeah. the, other, the other occupations. Yeah? The <laughs> other, yeah. you, 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 uh, you study first, and after, yeah, you get a job. Mm-hmm. In music, we do differently. Yeah? We, we work with it, and after, we, you, you realize, oh, okay, I have to study. Mm-hmm. So I went to the university. Music University, mm. UNI you you.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah. And from there, um, how how long is it the program that you had to do mm-hmm. in music?
1: Four years. Oh yeah. Four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I didn't graduate oh, right. because uh, at that time uh, I had started singing professionally at bars in Lapa, mm-hmm. in in the south area of Rio de Janeiro. And this was very important for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very important to me, uh, because the, the nightlife life is another school, very important
3: exactly very important mm-hmm.
1: school. Yeah? And at that time was more important, take this uh, take this uh, this experience, mm-hmm. you know, because I think it's 50-50, you know, you have to study, but you have to. You need to be uh, live on the stage and 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 with no safety net. You know? <laughs> this is very important. Mm-hmm. Now you learn a lot. Uh, if it were nowadays, probably I would I would have chosen uh, another option. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> so when you were starting out, was this the time that the resurgence of samba was becoming popular in Lapa?
1: Actually, Lapa, I think Lapa took the place of Copacabana, oh, really? it's used to mm-hmm. be in the 80s, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Lapa is in the downtown, yeah? so there are no neighbors, neighbors around, mm-hmm. and uh, some musicians were looking for a place to play real samba, the samba we really like right. to do, mm-hmm. the old style samba, and there was no room for that anymore at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final final 90s, 98, mm-hmm. 99, something started there,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and Lapa grew up, and I grew up together wow. with Lapa. That's
2: great. And so you were a founding member of some groups, right? You were a band leader.
1: Casuarina,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Tempero Carioca. I had a lot of groups mm-hmm. before I record my first CD solo.
2: Solo. Solo mm-hmm. album.
1: Casuarina, Tempero Carioca, Rio Maracatu. Oh, really? Casa Quatro. Um, I had a group called Moisés, Marques e a Família, Moisés, Marques and the Family. Uh, It it was kind of a pop group, you know. Uh, I always liked writing songs, so I I was always looking for a a group or a place or an ensemble to sing my songs. Mm -hmm. This was very important to me. Mm -hmm. Still is very important. So I took part of many groups, before recorded mine,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and were you writing the charts and all that for the for the yeah, group? Yeah, I
1: learned how to do yeah. that. Yeah?
2: Also, part. <laughs> I of I didn't that.
1: know at that time, mm-hmm. but I, as I said, I I had to study, mm-hmm. yeah? and and now I, I I keep myself studying because a good musician never stops studying, right? Never, never.
2: Right, always a student. Yeah. So, can you tell us about some of your influences? Um, in the music
1: scene, a lot. Caetano Veloso, Gilberto Gil, Djavan, Chico Buarque de Holanda as a songwriter, uh-huh. composer, Tom Jobim, Elis Regina, Maria Bethania, uh-huh. Luis Gonzaga, uh, all the, the Northeast of Brazil. Right. You know Jackson do Pandeiro. Uh, Jackson do Pandeiro was a great influence, uh, mainly talking about swing, Mm -hmm. you know. you Swing along with Jackson do Pandeiro is is very good for all the musicians because he had a very particular swing, Mm -hmm. you know. A very unique way to sing, to play with the words, with the phrases, yeah. yeah. Uh, different place to take a breath, you know, uh, it's the syncope, you know, mm-hmm. Jackson do Pandeiro was the king,
3: wow.
1: and a lot of the, the Baianos, mm-hmm. né, the guys from, from Bahia, all those guys I named before, uh, uh, Paulinho da Viola, né? Zeca Pagodinho, Arlindo Cruz, mm-hmm. the Samba Masters, mm-hmm. Brazilian popular music is full of uh, great masters. Right, yeah.
2: Now, you had a special re- relationship with uh, Luis Carlos da Vila, right? Right. Can you tell us about that?
1: Luis Carlos da Vila was a great poet. Uh, he used to live in Vila da Penha, the same neighborhood I was raised.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, I was born in Minas Gerais. Oh, you were? Yeah, wow. in Juiz de Fora, a small town two hours from... From Rio, mm-hmm. the edge of the state of Minas Gerais. Mm-hmm. But I went to Vila da Penha when I was 20 days
3: oh. mm-hmm. of birth.
1: Yeah, and I was raised in Rio. And Luis Carlos da Vila lived across the street. Oh,
3: wow.
1: Yeah, but the most interesting thing is uh, we haven't met at that time.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I met Luiz Carlos da Vila in Lapa oh. years later. <laughs> when I was working Mm -hmm. with music already. Mm -hmm. And when we met, we became friends immediately. And Luis Carlos da Vila uh, was a great teacher, a great friend of mine who took me to everywhere and introduced me to uh, a lot of... Uh, Masters of Samba, France. Before I recorded my first solo album, mm. he uh, was a great uh, motivation
2: mm-hmm. for, for me. You know. Did you ever record together? No. No. Oh.
1: We sang together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I launched a new song f- uh, from him in my first CD mm-hmm. because uh, I defended that song in a festival one year before. Mm-hmm. It's called Profissão. Mm-hmm. I recorded in my first CD, and every, everyone thinks uh, that this song I wrote, I wrote this song, mm-hmm. but it was from him. Oh, wow. And I sang Luz Carlos da Vila a lot during ho- over 10 years, mm-hmm. and I know lots of songs from Luz Carlos da Vila, and I always, I always sing uh, his songs everywhere, every place I go. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least one song of Luis Carlos Avila its a obligation.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes, I love it. Um, so, you also sing for ha right?
1: Yeah, I started with forró. Oh, you did. Start? Yeah, my first professional band was Forró na Contramão, nineteen ninety-nine. <laughs> yeah, I have eighteen years of career, and I started playing. Because I was going to Faha because I like dancing
2: mm-hmm.
1: a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: He's a very good dancer, listeners.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was very curious about that because uh, there were a bunch of uh, young people
3: mm-hmm.
1: dancing an old music. Mm. And this called my, my attention. <laughs> uh, Wow, wow, so weird! An old style of music and a lot of young people dancing. <laughs> and I started going to to a lot of forros in Rio. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine uh, got a, a an old zabumba from his capoeira master. <laughs> and we were at the beach, and 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 he said, "Look, I've just got this." from a master's a Bumba. let's let's set a band. Hmm. <laughs> what do you think? I used to play guitar yeah. and sing on the beach. Fale, okay, let's go. Mm-hmm. And was my first uh professional uh job né, with music mm-hmm. and I started traveling around Brazil wow. <laughs> uh with Forrona Contramão mm-hmm. and I thought to myself wow it's possible <laughs> it's possible i can be a musician mm-hmm. if i want to yeah i had to work hard i still have right. but uh, i started with forró. it's a great passion
2: i have mm-hmm. and you still conti- you still have a yeah, band today, yeah yeah.
1: Na- nowadays i have my old forró trio right
2: yeah
1: in 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 brazil mm-hmm. and i love this repertoire i love the the, the the composers from northeast of brazil they have a very unique way to talk about love and the very simple and 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 the modal scales you know the melodic lines are so uh seducing you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I love them
2: and um Folha is popular today in rio very popular
1: very very mm-hmm. popular
2: mm-hmm. very nice yes. um so you also did a show not too long ago um, called Opera do Malandro, correct? Yeah. Can you tell us about that?
1: I played a role.
2: This was um, a stage show.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my character was Max Overseas. Yeah. <laughs> a thief. A thief? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A ship thief. <laughs> and this role uh, was written by Chic Jolanda great master yes I had and this healed my heart because I had uh, a, a special room for the theater mm-hmm. because I did some theater right. when I was a teenager and I wanted to be an actor
3: mm-hmm.
1: once <laughs> in the past <laughs> so um, before I, I before i i i i realized that I could be a musician, I wanted to be an actor and I did some roles uh at the federal chemistry high school oh. <laughs> <laughs> group <laughs> and I remember there were eight people and they applied for a theater federal school mm-hmm. and i didn't uh oh. yeah yeah and and i i got very sad because of that. So that friend I told you before, Aramis, came mm-hmm. and said, Moisés, you are a good actor. You can try next year. Right. Because everyone had passed it and I didn't.
3: Mm.
1: You know, and, and I was very sad. And, 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 and the guy came up to me and said, and said, you are a good actor. You can try next year. But have you ever thought about studying music? So I So I kept this in mind mm-hmm. and I started playing more seriously. But I have the theater in my heart. Right. So when they invited me to do this special role, because it's a theater company, mm-hmm. you know, there's a group, the same group, they do uh, different plays and they invite the, the, the main character, someone, they think it has something to do with the main character, right? You know, so I was invited by the director, João Falcão, to uh, to do Max Max Overseas, mm-hmm. and I traveled with the guys two years, wow. uh, yeah, across the, the, all over Brazil, mm-hmm. you know, and it was a great experience.
2: So, with this show, was it like every night? Where you did you have a chance From to? Gig? From
1: Thursday to Sunday.
2: Oh, so during the week you could do gigs, regular gigs, or.
1: I could do after,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but. Too much. I, I Yeah, I got exhausted because mm-hmm. uh, it took three hours mm-hmm. and a lot of dancing on it,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, a lot of singing, and a lot of texts yeah. to memorize. Yeah. A bunch of,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know. Uh, so, I didn't have time to do many things mm-hmm. else,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, besides Max. Mm-hmm.
2: So, this was, um, w- would you do this kind of experience again? This kind of stage show? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Every, a- everyone asks me about, about that. Uh, actually, as I said, I don't have time. But it's curious uh, you asking me because when I get back to Brazil, I'm going to replace a guy who is doing, nowadays, uh, a play in honor of Neymar mm-hmm. Him and, and another woman, Soraya Havaini. And I'm going to replace him for three weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I'm, uh, I was listening... One hour ago, I was listening to the, the, the songs mm-hmm. from Neymar Grosso to yeah. sing. But this time, it's only singing. Oh, okay. Singing and, and, and movements mm-hmm. and, and dance, but there's no text. To memorize. Oh, that's
2: that's a plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. So um, currently, you have a project going for a DVD. Can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, I did a crowdfunding,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and we got two thirds of the goal. The goal was 120 thousands of AI's. We got 82 thousands, and I record a record label came with the third third right. <laughs> and now we are preparing the it's about my career mm-hmm. about the five cds i have recorded yeah my entire career uh, it's around 21 songs and i'm gonna we're gonna record uh my first dvd mm-hmm. i'm excited
2: nice <laughs> and that's a full band in a theater Full
1: band mm-hmm. uh bigger than it used to be
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah And it's going to be at the Parque das Ruinas, in Santa Teresa, Ruin Park. Mm. Mm -hmm. In Santa Teresa, it's a beautiful place. You can see the Christ, the sugar loaf, Mm -hmm. and it's a wonderful landscape um, with seven musicians, plus a choir with for backing vocals and some special guests.
2: Great. Yeah. And people can still contribute to this crowdfunding?
1: The crowdfunding is over. It's over, Yeah, but I have my personal account.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and some people are still doing that.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, we'll get those details from Wizish, and if you'd like to donate, you could do, still do that. Yeah. Great. Um, and when do you think this project will be released, as DVD? Any kind of time We frame? should
1: record in November, mm-hmm. but probably will be released next year. Okay. Yep. You have to put cover on it, We have to pay rights, we have to mix that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And probably uh, 2018. Okay,
2: well we'll look yeah. for it. Hopefully it'll, we'll yeah. be able to get it in the US somehow, I hope.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but we, are, we are working on it.
2: Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I want to release this, this here in the U.S. Why not?
2: Yes, get yeah. the distribution here. Yeah. So we're here at California Brazil Camp in Casadero, and Moisés has been here several times, and um, we missed him, and he's back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Can you tell me a little bit about your experiences here? And um...
1: I first came here in 2007. I met Dennis, the director of the camp. Uh, at Carioca da Gema, in Lapa, I was releasing my first solo album. He came up to me and invited me to come to teach. I had no idea what I would do. Uh, Were you uh, teaching
2: at that point?
1: Actually, I studied for teaching,
2: mm-hmm. but I
1: don't do exactly, oh. because in Brazil I'm an artist. Right. Um, and uh, Dennis invited me, I came here, and I did California-Brazil camp for seven years right. in a row. After that, Dennis came up again and said, unfortunately, I have to replace you because that's the purpose of the project. Uh, I have to offer another options for the students. I said, oh Dennis, I got sad, but it's fair. Uh, it's fair, okay. Uh, I love the, the, the other the singing teachers. And, and, okay, good luck. And, and And if you need me again, I'll be available for you. And after three years, Dennis uh, invited me again and then said, I can't stand people asking for <laughs> you anymore. <laughs> you have to come back. And I'm glad we're here again. It's a, it's a beautiful project. I think it's, it's, a, it's a special moment for everyone Right. To be here.
2: Yeah, and I we were talking the other day about, you know, your teaching style and and how you... Don't want to pressure people, or you have more of a kind of an easygoing um, approach. Encourage people. Yes, Man, exactly.
1: I think uh, my biggest challenge here is make this enjoyable because singing class actually is not something super cool. Wow, singing class—you do weird stuff, <laughs> clown faces, and and breathing exercises. It's something very specific. For those who really want to do that, right. so uh, I try to explain the techniques through Brazilian music. You know, I think it's the best way, and that, that's why people are here. Mm-hmm. And I try to to bring uh, a lot of different songs because I've been singing for almost 20 years. Uh, I came I came from the the nightlife the the, the the bars, you know, the, 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 the samba houses. And, and I have a lot of repertoire by heart. Mm-hmm. You know, I know thousands of songs. So I, I try through these songs, those songs, uh, teaching techniques and breathing and everything we have to know about singing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that definitely is not easy. And I try to encourage people instead of uh, getting afraid of it, (laughs) (laughs) and and I think I developed uh, a method, especially for camp, you know, because people are here uh, to learn, but at the same time, it's not a universe, it's it's not uh, so, we don't have tests, we have fun. <laughs> so it has to be, exactly. has to be, fun, has to be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I think this is my biggest challenge, and I think I, I think I, I do a, a good job. I think you do a good a job A reasonable too. job.
2: <laughs> How do you uh, do your song choices? Do you do that before you get here, or do you see who's in your class and then go from there?
1: I bring a lot of stuff prepared, mm-hmm. but I always change my mind in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. Because, so I, I save 30 percent, you know, to, to do here mm-hmm. my arrangements, my my uh, melodic lines I create. I see the material I have, the, the 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 kind of voices I have, and I pick up the songs mm-hmm. according to the to the people people's taste.
2: Yeah. I really enjoyed last week when you guys did "Sinha" because I just love that song.
1: a new song. I try to bring new songs also, you know, because uh, those masters, masters we talked about, they are still producing, right? Yeah, they are still making songs, new songs. So I try to to uh, to give the people uh, a little bit of what is really happening in Brazil mm-hmm. nowadays. Uh, we have old songs, uh, those are uh, wonderful songs, mm-hmm. but many people already know these songs. Right. So I try to, to pick up new songs and songs I write also,
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah? and, and interesting songs, different rhythms. You know, this week we are doing a Semba, Mm-hmm. the father of the samba, uh, right. yeah, from Africa, yeah? we're doing a waltz from mm-hmm. from Ton Jobin, So I try to renew myself and, and the repertoire and in consequence the people also.
2: That's great. No wonder you're back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hope
2: so. So you mentioned before some of the composers and singers that you enjoy, but what are some of the songs that you enjoy singing? What are some of your favorite songs?
1: What a hard question! You
2: have so many. <laughs> you have
3: so many.
1: Because I have a, a preferred song every week. Weekly, mm-hmm. I have one song I like most,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and so I I, I try to do then what I'm really listening. Né? When I did singa, mm-hmm. it was because I was listening to singa a lot. I was singing, né? and I was uh, I tried to to give. To give to people uh, the real thing, the real stuff. It's not no. This is for the students, and this is for me.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: No, I I I bring my stuff for the students. Mm-hmm. You know, and Sinha was totally seduced by by Sinha, by, by by the melody. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, let's do it Sinha. Uh, and the same. Uh, this this week, I mm-hmm. love uh, everything that Chikuwaka does. Uh, mm-hmm. Don Jobin maybe is the greatest uh, songwriter uh, of the uh, most well known around the world is mm-hmm. Dom Jobin, probably uh, Brazilian Brazilian songwriter, mm-hmm. everyone knows Dom Jobin. Uh, there are uh, English lyrics right. for every single song Don mm-hmm. Jobin wrote. So, Jobin is always included. Mm-hmm. And, but I try to bring Roberto Mendes also, uh, some not so famous songwriters, because we have thousands. Mm-hmm. Fatima Guedes, I gave Fatima Guedes, I like here Fatima Guedes, Flor de Ir Embora, it's a, a love song, wonderful song. Uh, and nobody knows, you mm-hmm. know. So I try, um, I listen to uh, new for for bands. So uh, my generation mm-hmm. of samba players is great. Mm-hmm. So Alfredo Del Penho, Casuarina, Tereza Cristina. Uh, I love their songs, Pedro Miranda, Marcos Sacramento. Ana Costa, so Lisa Dionísio, so many, yeah, yeah, there lots of things happening.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you have any um, one you'd like to col- collaborate with that you haven't?
1: Uh, some of them became my partners, right. Yeah, some some of my masters uh, nowadays. I can say I'm partner uh, of Aldir Baroque, Ney Lopes, Moacir Luiz. Mm-hmm. Moacir Luiz is an example of an idol. That became a friend. That became a partner. Mm-hmm. You know, so we have this this pleasure, this honor, in being partner of our masters. Music gives this to us. Uh, this is this is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've done. I've seen you on several uh, several compilations and listened to you on several compilations. You do mm-hmm. that quite often, don't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I have a. A recording with Verlindo Cruz for example mm-hmm. uh, is not so famous uh, a compilation uh, a compilation of artists singing Vinicius de Moraes mm-hmm. songs
3: mm-hmm.
1: when he completed a hundred years mm-hmm. and I recorded with Arlindo Cruz uh, it's a very unexpected mm-hmm. recording I sang three afro-sambas with Verlindo oh, nice. Formosa Consolação and pra que chorar. Mm -hmm. And it's a different style of lindo Uh, singing mm -hmm. also. This this for example is uh, is something that gave me a lot of pleasure. And uh, I took part of a lot of them. Mm -hmm. I recorded with Roberta Sá. And they do this in Brazil a lot Mm -hmm. in honor of someone. And they invite some new generation artists and masters Mm -hmm. together. They put together. Nice.
2: Are there, do you have what's called, what we would call a guilty pleasure that you like to listen to? Do you know what that is?
1: (laughs) A guilty pleasure? A
2: guilty pleasure is something like you're kind of embarrassed because it's kind of silly or like, (laughs) like, I don't like this, but this is for for instance, like say if I I say, oh, I like Britney Spears, but I don't tell anybody because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> 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 Do you have anybody you listen to? That I got talking? it. Uh oh.
1: I like I like the the the, the pagod groups mm-hmm. also. Uh, I I like to see the truth when people sing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care about. What they are singing. Obviously, I have my taste.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I have what I listened in my house
3: right.
1: with my family in my private parties. Mm-hmm. But I like everything. I don't. I, I like to see the truth. I don't like to see uh, someone that is doing that because is in fashion. Mm-hmm. Or when you see a person singing something that is is apparently. Uh, she or he doesn't uh, is not part of that thing you mm-hmm. know uh, people are are singing for example uh, a samba I saw he or she memorized the samba and learned how to sing a couple of tunes and now he's a samba player you know because samba is a huge world. huge ocean right huge world to dive in, you know, to get into samba, now, like jazz, I love jazz, mm-hmm. I recorded uh, a couple of tunes of jazz, but I'm not a jazz singer. If I intend to be a jazz singer, I have to go to New Orleans, I have to get into jazz. Mm-hmm. So this I like to, uh, to see, the truth, you know, what he sings, because each one has his own talents, what you gonna do? What you're gonna do with your talent is your business, right. you know. So sometimes I like some singers, but I don't. I don't like what they sing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Eh? sometimes I like what they sing, but I don't like the singers. <laughs> so this happens, mm-hmm. because music is a is a is a very complex stuff.
2: So. Um, this week we've had the pleasure of not only having you here, but also uh, your former band leader, Alessandro Cardoso, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you go back a ways as far as working?
1: Alessandro had played with me uh, for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did most of my arrangements mm-hmm. uh, for my tunes. Now he doesn't play with me anymore because there is no cavaquinho anymore.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But every time I need a cavaquinho to do a roda de samba, obviously he's the first on my list. Mm-hmm. But now he's a producer. Now yeah. he lives much more inside the studio than than outside playing gigs. Mm-hmm. You know? And I told Dennis about Alessandro since the first time I got here because Alessandro, uh, besides being a great musician uh he's that uh, he's uh he's easy to deal with and he's a very easy yes. person you know and he's a great teacher and we have a perfect symphony today
3: right. yeah.
2: yeah he's been great i've taken his class and just yeah, it's just well wonderful. explained. Yes, more definitely more clear. His ear, you know, his ear for different things, what's going on mm-hmm. in the arrangement, it's great.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And mm-hmm. just
2: you know, watching you guys perform has been
1: mm-hmm.
2: magical. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad. Yeah, that you Yeah, we suggested. have a connection. We have yeah. a
1: connection. I'm glad that for you sure, said. he's a great friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for over almost twenty years. Oh, wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lot. Yeah, it's
2: great. Well, thank you for recommending him. Um, so I know probably every day is different for you when you're back in Rio but what's what's an average day for you the day yes what is an average day (laughs) do you rehearse do you practice I know you're doing capoeira now too
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have I have to to keep myself up to date with my body my voice and my feelings every day Mm -hmm. every day I have to. To start the day, first I have to put my body, my voice, and my fingers up to date. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is this is my obligation. I'm a family guy, and I love going out with my wife and, and, and our five year old daughter, a real character. She is, <laughs> 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 and. I love watching uh, other people's shows, Mm -hmm. you know, because I learn a lot, and I like to travel, I like to stay mellow Mm -hmm. also, a little while, Um, yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I always have something in mind, a new project, Mm -hmm. you know, because I do lots of different things, Nowadays I have a trio, mm-hmm. I have a hot samba, and I have my old band. Mm-hmm. Alfra. Almost a hundred percent songs I write. Mm-hmm. I like writing songs a lot, but the, the songwriter and the singer they fight, you know, because the singer uh has to go to bed early. <laughs> has to take care of himself, mm-hmm. because we, we work with our voices, right. and our voices means our bodies. Né? So, if you, if you didn't sleep well, and um, if, you, if you are tired, or if you are worried about something, or if you are sick, the first thing people notice mm-hmm. is your voice so the singer has to, to care about himself but the songwriter mm-hmm. is crazy <laughs> the songwriter gets uh, 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 up man, the late night three four times a, a week uh, the, the songwriter uh, likes drinking <laughs> the songwriter <laughs> uh doesn't doesn't have a routine mm-hmm. because the inspiration can can show stuff can show up in the middle of the night for example. So what I meant. Uh, some months of the year I write songs a lot. Mm-hmm. Three or four months. And when I have something serious to do, like for example the recording of my first DVD. Yeah. I'm very focused on it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So hardly ever I'm gonna write a new song. Mm-hmm. Because if I do that, I stay up all night long. I, I I can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. I can't do anything mm-hmm. else because this bothers me. Now mm-hmm. this, uh, this is inside my head for the, 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 the time I need to finish the song mm-hmm. can be one day can be a one week can be a month can be three months mm-hmm. you know it depends on uh, how hard is the song you know mm-hmm. how complex right. is it uh, so I have to to to, to share like to to balance yeah to balance mm-hmm. yeah 50-50. <laughs> but I love create songs, mm-hmm. new songs. I love putting the words something that didn't exist before. Yeah, this is magic. That's lovely. Yeah, yeah.
2: Where do you find a lot of your inspiration? Just everyday life.
1: People. 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 Mm-hmm. I think people are the are my biggest inspiration for sure. Normal people. You know. I like. Uh, I like watching them watching them dancing, talking, uh, their feelings, mm-hmm. you know, what they think about the world, the, the, the politics, the, the environment, uh, anything can become a music, a new song. Love, mm-hmm. obviously, is a thing that uh, is always in fashion. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, never gets old. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, everything. This huge trees,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah? the sky, everything.
2: Well, you wrote a song about Casadero, right?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. with Yvonne Lins. Yeah. Yeah. It gave me the, the pleasure of being a yeah.
2: It's nice to see those collabora- collaborations that happen here at camp. You and Yvonne leans you and Rosangela.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
2: you know, I, I was like-
1: dancing with her. Last night. <laughs> That's <was> great. <laughs> I, was I was taking chocolates class. <laughs> that was a fun her. class. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, but it's great to see you know so many different collaborations happen here at mm-hmm. Cam. You know, are are you going to be working with Dudu on his?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna sing with them.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm gonna sing with Dudu. I'm gonna sing with Bateria. Man, huh? I sang for Hall last night. I sang Pagod <laughs> the day before last night.
2: He's a busy guy.
1: Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I teach twice a day. I do my arrangements. Tonight is the teacher perform. A lot of singing.
2: Yes. (laughs) Well, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Is there any anything that you'd like to let our listeners know? Anything that's coming up? Anything you're? I'd I'd like
1: to to thank you guys and and you for being so kind to me all those years. It's a great honor being. Friend, and thank you for inviting me to do this interview.
2: you quite welcome. <laughs> it's been a long time coming, and I'm glad we, we had you back in camp to be able to do this.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll
2: have to go thank Dennis.
1: Peace and love. All the best for everyone.
0: Thank you. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Moises. Um, If you would like to learn more about him, you can check him out at www.moisesmarquez.com.br. And you spell his name M-O-Y-S-E-I-S-M-A-R-Q-U-E-S. We are going to have that linked on our website, thebrazilianbeat.com. And then also we're going to have a bunch of YouTube videos. You guys can check him out.
2: He's amazing. Oh, and here's a little tidbit if you didn't know. Guess where he worked as a uh, a kid, Courtney? Pizza Hut, McDonald's. What? <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> you were close. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit of trivia. Hey, we might have a, a. Who knows? You might need that bit of trivia for a Brazil camp uh, contest.
0: Oh yeah, we could make that like a, a t-shirt, a free t-shirt. Yeah.
2: Hint, Save that in your in your brains, people.
0: <laughs> we need to save in our brains because we're not going <laughs> to <laughs> remind us at Brazil <laughs> camp. <laughs> um.
2: We also have a couple of shout-outs this week.
0: Yes, Jordan Ferguson from Scotland uh, sent us a really nice email um, saying how much he liked the podcast. That was really nice and said a little bit about himself. He has a website, jordanfergusonmusic.com. So you guys go check that out. He was formerly a member, at least I think it sounded like formerly, right? A member of Jubaliel. I think
2: he did one of the courses
0: or something. Yeah, the Marga 2 group there. He
2: did uh, the course i think the the leaders the future leaders of course with and, and correct me if i'm wrong uh holly and jordan um but he did that with holly in england and he is currently the director of uh Admiral samba school
0: holly Press, episode four
2: yes that was a good one yeah it was one of our early ones So, thanks so much, Jordan, for um, emailing us. It's always a pleasure to get correspondence from our listeners. Our other shout out goes to a good friend of mine from the Bay Area, Ms. Miko from Maracatu Pacifico. She just started listening. We'll forgive you. (laughs) <laughs> for just doing that. But she just started listening and she sent a, sent a message about how much she enjoyed that first episode and was going to start listening all to all the other ones. So thank you so much, Miko.
0: We have to stop talking smack about her because we talked yeah. smack about her on the podcast. But now we have to stop.
2: You'll have to tell Jeremy that since uh, he's not on Facebook right now either and their bandmates.
0: I have a personal shout out to Dev who sent me like a more than four pound chocolate bar <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> and a really nice christmas card thank you dev he's as i've said before in the past he's been a really great friend this year so um and done hilarious things so anyway thank you dev
2: one announcement i'd like to make is a uh, is an upcoming fundraiser for modica 2 pdx we're going to be hosting that on february 2nd it's our oh. second annual Monica2PDX fundraiser. Um, so we're trying to raise money for some more alphas within our group. A lot of people, you know, can't afford to invest into a an Alfaia that you'll only use for Modica too. So um, we're trying to get some funds to implement this. Um, so that's our big project this year. But we're going to have some fantastic talent there. We're going to have some a raffle and it'll be lots of fun if you were there last year. Um, you'll you'll remember what a good time it was. So if you're in Portland on February 2nd, um, check out the Modica 2 PDX fundraiser. We'll post um, the save the date, and then we'll post the actual information about who will be there and um, tickets and all that. So I'll, I'll be posting that on the um, Brazilian Beat Facebook page.
0: Secret Special Guest.
2: Yes, yeah, Secret Special Guest. And um, also, I think that same... W-
0: is it, that? A, is it a singer or like a...
2: It's, a, it's a secret. <laughs> it's
0: musical. Is it a male or female?
2: It's musical. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're putting on a musical?
2: Well, yes, we are. Cool. No, it's not Hamilton. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> I'll be doing Hamilton, but it'll be good. Um, another, I think, event that's going on that weekend in uh, Salt Lake City is the Samba Queen um, event they do there in in Salt Lake. So if you're in Salt Lake City, um, you can go to that. That's uh, actually that's yeah, that's coming up in February on the third. So you can check out Samba Fogu's, um website for more information on that. And of course, Carnival is coming up. So check that out. Look it up.
0: (laughs) Watching (laughs) videos. Google that. (laughs) On Globo TV. Yeah,
2: Yeah. well, actually, I will post the links to watch that live because that's always fun. Um, um, I sometimes stay up way too late and have to work the next day um, watching Mm -hmm. the the desfilis. So I think maybe we'll see... Um, past guest Chris Quaid Kotu from, from Germany. I think he's probably going back and parading with Tijuca. Mm-hmm. Who knows? You might be seeing Courtney somewhere in Brazil. <laughs> Some random videos. <laughs> I'm
0: going to delete those. <laughs> Please send us your group's audio. If you guys have some audio from your community group that you're really proud of, send it to us and we'll feature it here and talk about you guys. Um, Please do us a favor and rate us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, also, if you want to support the podcast and you don't want to spend any money doing it, uh, you can go to some of our links. So we have some links under different people that go to Amazon.com and... It, what it does is it redirects you to amazon.com and if you buy something on amazon.com it doesn't have to be the book or whatever that um is linked but if you buy anything on amazon then um we will get credit for driving traffic and we get a small percentage for the podcast so that will help us keep the lights on so please do that um i'll have to do that next time i shop on it yeah. i can't do it because i signed up for it and it already knows who i am but so. uh, i can do it <laughs> yeah but everybody else can and i will try to put up some more links and make it easier to find some of those but they're kind of buried in the episodes but um you can find that at www.thebrazilianbeat.com you can email us at the Beat at gmail.com uh, diana's tweeting on twitter brazilianbeat1 Facebook, The Brazilian Beat Podcast. Instagram, The Brazilian Beat. And um, if you would like a tutorial on how to listen to a podcast on your phone so you don't have to just stream it on the website, please send me an email. You can send that to Beat at gmail.com. And I will help you. I walk many people through... <laughs> do this you don't have to just sit in front of your computer and like stream it and sit there bored and listen to it you can actually like go do other things move around listen to it in the car yeah let's do it in the car go for a walk you know
2: listen to it at the gym
0: clean your house that's what i do I clean my house actually i don't listen to our podcast <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: thanks by the time it comes out i've listened to it like four times so okay I've got it.
2: I listen yeah. to it on my like, commute.
0: Nice. Yeah. But we are on Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Google Play, Player FM. And if you have another player that you like that we're not on, let us know. We'll get it up there. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening. And Thanks. Happy,
2: happy New Year. Woohoo! <laughs>